Great day, everybody. This is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. Right now, I have been sitting on this little audio clip for approximately two weeks now, and I would really like to get this out. So tonight, I've been sitting down drinking a couple Coronas, trying to get this edited a little bit, kind of take out some of the really bad stuff, uh, like, uh, like a cough or a sneeze or something like that. But for the majority of the uh, audio clip that I have is completely unedited. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, breaths that you're going to hear. There's going to be little background noises, little interruptions, which are, are, are totally fine. And uh, we'll see how we uh, actually do this. I'd like to apologize for not getting this out sooner uh, with the election and everything going on other issues that have came up I was not able to do this and it is my fault but anyway uh, we're gonna we're gonna get it out and we're gonna discuss it's it's a conversation between me and typo from biting the bullet uh, you can check them out they're on multiple platforms they've got uh, oh my gosh they're probably close to about uh, 80 episodes right now check them out give them a give them a listen and enjoy it hopefully you enjoy this one this is just a, a kind of like a um, a precursor to doing an actual podcast uh, we just kind of get each other on the zoom we'll talk about uh, all kinds of craziness and see where it goes from there and you know get get all the creative juices flowing i guess would be would is what i would like to call it but uh we'll see we'll see how that all goes i'd really like to find out if you guys enjoy this type of podcast in what direction i can take this so if you want to leave me some comments or give me some some heads up or anything like that uh you can do that at k-r-a-i-g-b-435 at gmail.com that's craig b 435 at gmail.com send me an email let me know what you think give me some heads up if you'd like to hear something or somebody on your pod or on this podcast let me know and i'll see i'll do my best to try to get them on so right now i do have a couple of people that uh, that are coming up i did have a couple that uh, actually the scheduling wasn't working out very well for either one of us actually two people so we kind of had to abandon that uh, that idea so i'm looking presently looking for people to fill in the blanks so to speak and i've had a two-week uh, vacation and uh hopefully it, it's going to turn out pretty good i really enjoyed doing this this is uh this is something me and uh, typo do i'm going to say a regular basis but it's 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 we do, we've mainly been doing it over the phone not over zoom so it's it's enjoyable and uh, we talk about anything and everything. We go from family genealogy to presidential election, the up and coming presidential election, which is now two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, we talk about the coronavirus, the lockdowns, uh, just just everything, everything possible that we can we can think of. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. And again, like I said, let me know. All right, I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into the conversation. And if you guys, again, have any comments, let me know. You guys have a great one. Enjoy. Thanks. What's that one girl's name that you're having on Tuesday? I think her name's She goes by, she goes by Sis Kellett on Facebook. Okay. And whatever that means. And But her email is La... I'm like, okay. <laughs> what, is, what is she? 
She is the co-host for the anti-up yours or the, the up yours JB rally tomorrow. And she is also a co-host for the Trump parade in, in Harrisburg, I think. Wait, what's her? Up yours what? Up yours JB. What's JB? Uh, Pritzker. That's his initials. He goes by JB Pritzker. Oh. Yeah, and he's, he's shutting everything down again. Oh, you're getting shut down again? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, well, just, just uh, it's like Region 5, which is Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I haven't checked it out today, but I think they said Region 4, which is, is where I'm at. So all the restaurants have to be outside dining only. Yeah. You know, yeah. no bars, you know, but you can gamble. You can go in and gamble. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Is gambling legal in Illinois? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they legalize gambling, legalize marijuana, but you can't eat inside a restaurant. (laughs) Well, yeah, dude. I wonder. I wonder if strip clubs are still open. I don't think so. But you know, I've 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 actually thought about that a little bit. They don't really need a strip club. They do it online. They already do it, dude. You ever heard of OnlyFans? Who? You ever heard? Oh my god! I'm, okay, do you know what OnlyFans is? OnlyFans, OnlyFans. So no. it's basically this. Um, uh, I don't. I, I mean, a website. Basically, the idea is people subscribe to you. It's kind of like Patreon, um, hmm. where people have to subscribe to you and give you money, and then you can look at their. You, or if they subscribe to you, they can look at your content. Um, and you know, it can be used for anything, but. Uh, at least what it's most popularly known for it's it's used for girls to take nudes or selfies not live video basic oh they can do live video as oh, well what now and hold on hold on how do you spell this <laughs> it's only <laughs> it's only fans yeah but yeah it's uh it's a it's it's actually huge right now it's very wow. huge it's uh it's very i mean i, I actually don't know anyone that openly tells me they subscribe to it but but i i don't think i i don't really know who subscribes to it um uh, i'm sure it's a bunch of young dudes but yeah it's it's huge it's how you subscribe to it because you're a young dude no i don't (laughs) only only to the guys only for the only for the boys. Only for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, yeah. But it's basically. I mean, it's really known for like a lot of Instagram models that also want to send nudes or whatever. They'll post it on OnlyFans. Um, oh, wow. Wow. Someone. It'll literally. It'll be. It can be porn. It literally can be porn. Wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really. And Ooh. yeah. Dude, and I'm, I'm sure it probably blew up in some level during this lockdown. Oh, I'll I'm bet. Sure. I'll bet. Because I don't, honestly, I mean, I don't know. It has been a long time since I've been to a strip club. Uh, 1997 to be exact. Yeah, I don't I don't even know if they're open anymore, man. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I mean, you know, but girls yeah. got to work. Girls got to work, too. Yeah, dude. Someone's <laughs> got to feed that, that family. That's right. And those and four kids. kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, I mean, I live in Scottsdale and that one strip club is right down my road and I don't know if it's open or not. I have no idea. I was just, I was just wondering like, 
how I just the, I, the like lockdown is so like arbitrary and makes no sense to most people that the lockdown things like it's okay to go to a restaurant here in Arizona and order food, but if you just go to a bar and order a beer, you're some it, you can't do that. But if wait you a minute, order, wait a minute, hold on. So if I go to a bar in in say you know Scottsdale. Sure. And order a beer. I can't mm-hmm. sit down at a table. As far and- as I know, I don't. As far as I know, right now, no. You wow. have to order food, and but that food can be like you know a small order of side of fries for yeah. the whole table. I got I we, me Luke and his girlfriend. We went to the bar in Tempe, and we were just having. I don't know. We had like three or four beers, but we had to. We had to order a side. They made us order like a side of fries. Oh, well, I mean, uh, or a bag of chips. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't yeah. know what huh. justifies food or whatever, but but I, but you can go to a restaurant and eat food and well, sit there. Now, back hundreds of years ago, the Fran- is it Franciscan monks would go on a fast. And the only thing they were allowed was beer, uh, because but it was a heavy beer. I mean, it was like super stout, you know. Gotcha. And so that's how they would they would do their fasting. They would do nothing but sit around and drink beer, this real thick, heavy beer, which had you know caloric. How long was this fast? Man, I'd have to look that up. I think it was like you know, it was like thirty days, maybe. You Damn, know, or it might have been it might have been during Lent, which would have been forty five ish. I mean, I have no idea how healthy this is, but I've known a couple people that would like fast for like two to three days. Right, right, right. That's a, that's they, a... would, they would commonly do it. Like they wouldn't do it all the time, but it'd be like, you know, I'm not going to eat for three days. And I'm like, I, I can't do that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people do it because it's supposed to be healthy for you to do a, 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 a I guess it's like a cleansing fast. Yeah, I've heard you know? negative and positive things about it. Right. I've heard there's, you know, it's really bad for you. And I've also heard that it can be useful. So I don't really know what to believe. But like everyone has their own diet these days. There's like right. 50 diets. And like everyone, every one of my friends are like, oh, yeah, I'm on the keto diet. And then, you know, three days later, we're eating wings, watching football. I'm right, like, right. Okay, man. Like. <laughs> Well, okay like like that salmon patty i just had okay that's i mean that's nothing but salmon egg i put a little onion powder in it i put uh put some pepper and salt and frank's red hot sauce and i mean that's keto you know it's it's nothing but protein basically yeah i mean i well one thing i definitely i can say i learned that you know when i first got out of the marine corps and i lived out here we didn't cook a lot we would just eat out all the time or go get fast food and then and then after a while we started i don't know i don't know if it was i think we were trying to we were really into the gym at the time so then we started like buying groceries and two things i found out that you save a lot of money that way (laughs) (laughs) yes you do (laughs) and uh honestly uh i felt a lot better most of the time I actually just, in general, had more energy, didn't really feel as tired all the time. Um, I When I worked out, I could work out longer. I mean, I mean, and then these are things that, like, I, even I knew this. Like, I obvi- I knew that. I knew mm-hmm. that eating out was, like, unhealthy. Got out of the Marine Corps, and 
I mean, I didn't really know how to cook many things. <laughs> kind of had to self-taught ramen, myself how to cook. Ramen noodle. <laughs> yeah, that was and, that was that was our big thing in the in the Marine Corps. You know, you get ramen noodles for like four cents a package. You know, so yeah. when you're, you're like broke. You know, you just stocked up on ramen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what a lot of people did. Um, yeah. I mean it was really big for people to do it when I was in Japan. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's because I was in Japan, but um, yeah, people. I mean, I had ramen noodles like all the time. It was like my favorite. Like, uh, it it's too late in the night to get food or make food, so I'm yeah. just gonna make a bowl of ramen noodles real quick. Like, Heck yeah, I still do it. You know, on occasion. But it's, I've done it's, it. Yeah. I've yeah, done it a few times, but it's not very healthy. I mean, you know, now your, yeah. your, your grandmother's will, she does a fasting type diet where she doesn't eat on certain days. She'll only eat between like noon and eight o'clock at night. That's it. Intermediate fasting. Intermediate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, she has, she is, she's tiny now. Yeah, I mean, Luke, yeah, Luke. Uh, Luke did that actually for a while. He did it for a couple months. Actually. Oh wow! Besides, I think he. I think he said he he did it every day besides on Sunday. Okay. Um, and Sunday was always like his cheat day, but I mean, he said he said at first it sucked like going because he would only eat between like two p.m. and eight p.m. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said at first it sucked not being able to eat until 2 p.m. And then sometimes he said, then sometimes it sucks uh, when it'd be like 9.30 and you're like really hungry and yeah. you can't sleep. He said that would suck. But then after a while, his body got kind of used to it, he said. And well, he just kind of didn't even have an appetite until like 2, 3 p.m. Well, it's like, it's, it's like now, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll go to bed, you know, like 10 o'clock at night and I'll lay there and my stomach will be like, you know, and it's then I'll start thinking about food, you know. I'll be like, man, I know there were two chicken legs in that refrigerator, <laughs> you know. That just get that out of your mind, you know. Then you kind of yeah. uh, you're right back to it until you get up, you go get those chicken legs and put them in the microwave, and then you you know, wow. Yeah, then you're up for at least another forty five yeah. minutes, and you're feeling like least. crap, and you're feeling yeah. like crap now because you're like overly you know stuffed or whatever. You know, it's like, ah, oh, this sucks. You know, yeah, that's that's my life right there. You know, I'll sit, yeah. I'll, I'll think about food. I know there's something in the cabinet. I know this, I know that. And then I'll start, you know, just focusing in on it, you know, and you can't go to sleep at that point until you yeah. take care of that craving. I mean, it's like, damn. So Yeah, I get a lot of almonds. Um, yeah. It, it's not the best food. <laughs> like, it's not very, like, filling but when I do get like weird cravings where I know I shouldn't have a meal, I just eat like a couple handful of almonds and that kind of goes away. Yeah. And drink and drink beer. Oh, beer there you helps. go. Beer helps. Beer yeah. helps. <laughs> beer is, beer is like one of the, like, I mean, I don't know. I haven't done this in a while, but I used to like just not eat dinner and then like on the weekends and then just go get drunk with my friends. Really? Really, bro? Yeah. Well, it was like, I, I was also like kind of broke. So I was like, man, I'll, if I skip this meal, I skip, I, I save 15 bucks and I, that's like two more beers or at least oh maybe God. three. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself like searching for the cheapest beer ever? <laughs> well, uh, well, me and, 
<clears throat> me and my friends, we would, when we went to Tempe, we went to like three bars because at three separate times they would have like, like a happy hour. Uh huh. So we would just go to these bars, like we would go to one that had like $2 Coors Light or something. Mm. And then the next one was like 50% off mixed drinks. And then the next one was like, I don't know, some, some other deal, buy one, yeah. get one or something like that. And, but we were all broke. So we're all like, we want to well, still up, go out and have fun. So we got to do it the cheapest way. I knew a guy that was, I mean, he was, he was out there a bit. He went to SIU college back in the seventies and his first name is Dan. And he would, he was broke going to school, totally broke. He would go to the bars and wait around for somebody to leave their drink on the table. Oh God. Yep. And he would, he would drink that way. He said, every now and then you got a cigarette, but. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, like the poorest thing I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. Hey, he's part of the poor, poor boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's our chapter leader in southern illinois <laughs> oh that's hilarious yeah but that's i mean he, and he was like yeah that's how that's how i got drunk in in college was i would hang out in the bars and walk around and if anybody you know left uh left drinks on the table you know he was on it you know yeah. just walk by snag it pick it up walk around and drink it sometimes he yeah he said sometimes you got you got a cigarette but you know, like in a beer bottle. That's so gross. But yeah. I mean, oh, the, yeah. The, the, sometimes, I'll, like, if my, you know, weak friend can't finish his beer before we leave the bar, I'll be like, <laughs> I guess I'll take it. <laughs> it's usually a woman. Right, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, it's, yeah. It's, I, I, that's gross, man. Yeah. That's some level of, like, it's, like, borderline alcoholic like <laughs> you'll go through anything for this well i mean hey there's people out there that do it though i mean i'm sure i'm yeah. sure so, old dan old dan was a smart guy he used to write uh god i'd hate to call it poetry but uh i mean he it, they were they were poets or poems but man they were they were out there i mean it was like uh one of the titles was oh lord why don't you bring me a you know something machine gun and you know it was done to the song of janis joplin you know oh lord why don't you bring me a mercedes-benz and he he wrote this entire poem about this and it was like this is crazy but it's good you know i mean it was his stuff was i mean he should have been seriously published you know i mean he was highly intelligent but yeah i liked his free drinks <laughs> <laughs> dude uh well one thing is kind of weird uh well i grew up in a very small town and now i live in a much larger city and bit, uh yeah yeah <laughs> um but uh what up nick i mean what up dude <laughs> i'm gonna need my car yeah. no I'm, I'm running the bank oh okay yeah the hell what kind of haircut is that you make it yet what? What's up, man? Doing one right now. He just looks funny because I can't even see his chin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I got that like this. So uh, probably because I put on about thirty freaking pounds. But being, being broken. <laughs> probably, 
the or like I lived in a small town now I live in a big city and I mean people always say is it different and you know, I used to think it was really different but a lot of times now I don't really think it's that different it's just maybe quieter you still have weirdos in our little town mm-hmm. just as there's weirdos here you have uppity tight people just like you have uppity tight people here like everyone everyone's like you get you still have the same personalities and we had a town of like not including the prisoners. There's a town of like 3,000 people. Everyone's every, everyone's weird. There's always weirdos. And then like they're all over. I know like some weird, like I have like the weirdest stories from like when I was growing up and the weirdest stories from people in the city. Like well, everyone I, just- I mean, weird. it's 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 the same thing. It's just like, okay, where you're at versus here, you have a lot more to do there. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, I don't know about now, but it used to be, I mean, you could probably do something 24 hours a day, seven days a week where, you mm-hmm. know, you know, you, if you want to go out, you can you, go out. You still mostly can still do things 24 hours. Here. Oh, okay. Okay. Here you can't, you know, I mean, 10 o'clock, everything's shut down pretty much. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, you know, you can go up to the gas station, you know, <laughs> go hang out at the convenience store, but yeah you know i mean that's about it so i mean as far as the people go yeah i think in generally everywhere people are the same you know you have your cliques you know like uh, your preppies you have your you know ex-jocks you have you know your your drunks you know you have you know your freaks you know that type of stuff i mean yeah even here in this town it just you guys would have probably you know, 10 times, 100 times more than that. And I think that's really the only big difference. You guys got a lot more politics, I think, too, you know. Yeah, probably. I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how political Chester is. I have no idea. It, it, it Sometimes, sometimes. But it's not a uh, 100% all the time deal. Is there really much difference between the political candidates in Chester? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I it. I mean, I kind of think the same thing about a lot of politicians, even like throughout most of the country. Uh, I just don't think there's too many differences. Um, but sometimes you get you get some that are like a little weird. Like we have a our senator here is Kristen Cinema. She's a Democrat, and she's just a little out there. But she's like this middle of the road Republican Democrat. Like she's a big supporter of Trump's wall. She's, uh, I don't know, there's a couple other things that you would more find her ideas on the Republican side. But then she like has purple hair. Really? <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> she's like changed her hair color like three times. Like she's kind of a weirdo. And I mean, she's also uh, a younger woman and she's kind of attractive. It's, it's just really strange. Like our, our leader of, or our uh, congressional representative has purple hair. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And it's just, and she, she, she like has conservative ideas, but then she like overplays her like left side (laughs) like uh she's like the leftist like you know screaming sjw all that but with some hidden conservative values and it's like man that could be republicans in like 20 years oh yeah (laughs) 
I mean, eventually, yeah. I mean, it, eventually you're not going to come up with anything new, whether you're mm-hmm. a Republican or a Democrat or, you know, however it goes. It's just going to be the same old thing. And eventually, I, I would say they would merge into pretty much the same party eventually. You know, you're still going to have your fractures, you know, where you've got, you know, somebody that is extreme right, and you, then you're going to have your extreme lefts. But for the most part, it's going to be overlapped. I would honestly say. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, even with even with this huge polarization, you think down no, right, the road? Right now, I mean, honestly, you know, God forgive me, but right now we've got a couple idiots in there. I mean, running for president right now. I mean, honestly, we got Trump, who has earned my respect since 2016. I think he's done a great job. It's just I think he's an idiot. I mean, you know, I mean, he, he just, I, and I get his, you know, style. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. I think, and I'm I'm probably wrong, but I think that we need somebody in office that is more diplomatic, you know, maybe last night's debate was kind of, you know, crazy because I mean, he was like, you know, he goes, uh, North Korea, we're not at war. You know, Obama, Obama said right before he left, you know, the office, you're probably going to end up with war with this guy. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's the only president, the only city. Ever... Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the only, the only president to go to North Korea. Absolutely. And shake hands with their leader. Yeah. So, I mean, damn it. I hate well, being I, wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, so it was, okay. So I have a little bit of a story with that. So when I, when Trump first got in the office, he was like making fun of Kim Jong Un all the time. Yeah, and rocket I was, man, rocket yeah, man. Yeah, I was, I was still in the Marine Corps. One day, our division general came to us, and this is when like it was at the the tension was at its highest point. Um, the media was making it seem like we were going to go to war with North Korea, like right, like, and Trump didn't seem like it was helping the matter at all, and our division general came to us and told us that we're probably going to war with North Korea. And he's like, you, this is a serious, he's like, this is probably going to be the reality. He's like, you need to prepare yourself and prepare your family for that possibility. And I had like three months left. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, dude, maybe if this happened when I first joined, I'd be like, hell yeah. But like, I got three months left. I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want this. Well, they, I, that's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was in the Gulf War, and it kicked off in August, and we were there, I'm going to say, I want to keep wanting to say August 5th for some odd reason. You know, I was supposed to be out, let's see, yeah, November. This was in, shit, what year was this? Man, 90. I was supposed to get out in November with an early out because they were given three month early outs. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gone. And so November 11th, I think I was supposed to be out of the Marine Corps. Well, I was in country and stuck, you know? So I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'm going to be out in February, you know? Well, February comes around and guess what? Stop loss. You're not going anywhere. It's like, oh my God, the war's over, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had a, I had a buddy, uh, Gautier was his name from Louisiana. He ended up, he was out of the Marine Corps and they called him back and said, get back to California, get back to Pendleton. Yeah. So he was, he was upset. 
you know, he was growing his yeah. hair out long, smoking dope and yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it was like, damn, buddy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really too worried about it. I was like, I don't think we're going to war with North Korea. And then everything kind of went away and it like completely turned around. Yeah. All of a sudden, Trump's meeting with Kim Jong-un. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? No, like, we were like on the brink of war. Now he's sitting down shaking his hand. He's like, he's a good man. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that, that, that's, I mean, I didn't think Trump would have it any, but I guess Trump went into the business side of things as like a contract negotiation and said, <clears throat> okay, here's, here's this, this is what we're offering. What are you offering us? And that, I think it's a, it's one of the good things. And I would say great things that come out of the Trump presidency and well, I wouldn't say everyone, the corporate press mainly and the Democrats attack him for like making peace with this guy. Right. And what what are we going to do? Like it the if if we're not at peace, the other option is war. Who yeah. the hell would want that? And and well, when I was in the Marine Corps, they told us that if we go to war with North Korea, there's going to be a draft. And I was like, "Oh, that's huge." Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah, there's they I mean, it wasn't they actually didn't tell all of us. I just was since I was an intel chief, I was hanging out with a bunch of officers, and I heard a couple of them talking about how their talks with the general or whatever was like, there's no way we have the manpower to invade. Well, if we went, have to draft. Yeah, and I was like, went, I, don't think, I don't think that would work out very well. Like, no. How many people would want to be drafted with Trump's war? Right. Well, and the thing, too, is that, if you go against North Korea, you're going to go against China. Probably, yeah. Probably. There is not, they do not have enough ammunition manufactured to wipe out the Chinese army. No. If they, I mean, they could literally just start walking towards the border and cross the border. And if you started shooting, you could not shoot you would not have an ammunition to shoot them all. You would actually have to go into almost like nuclear war. You would, it would have to. It, yeah, it could possibly turn into that. And, and that right. would be very scary. Right. And, and, you know, I know we probably couldn't win a war against China if we're the aggressors. Um, I, there's just probably no way. There's a billion people in yeah. that country for yeah. one. And even if we did somehow break through like china or their borders or somehow take control like i don't think that would work out very well at all i mean we were, we were at, still at war with like the poorest countries in the world and we can't win those so like right. what makes you think we could actually take on a real superpower and plus i mean you got to look at the mindset of the chinese people too they may not like their government but they're going to mm -hmm. do what their government says yeah, and, and I mean, out they, of you know, pure fear, maybe whatever. But I mean, yeah. So you're you're not only going to be fighting soldiers, you're going to be fighting <laughs> civilians. Uh, I think a lot of people in China, if we were invading, would just be upset that yes. we're interfering with their lives. Yeah, be like, who are you, white Westerners, coming into our country? Yeah, shooting like, our cattle like, and pigs like and... you can. Yeah, like you can fix our problem. Like right, we, our government's terrible, but let us handle it. Right, like like it's it's just like anything. Like we we toppled the Iraqi government, and then we're like, oh, we're helping you, and then but you decimated the entire country. Yeah, sent it into a mass uh, destabilization throughout the entire region. 
where all these uh po- this massive power vacuum where all these terrorist organizations come out of nowhere you know and they're like oh but we're helping yeah and they're, <laughs> <laughs> we're helping you your your country's yeah. gonna be crap don't you, but <laughs> don't you love democracy <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer in democracy. I mean, honestly, I sure. am. I think it's a it's a very good system. It's just sure. the people that are involved in it. I mean, you, if you take a look at every ism out there, capitalism, socialism, communism, you know, all the isms out there, they are really, really good government systems. On paper, they're good government systems, but you add a human element to it. And that's where it goes to shit because humans are greedy. If you have something, I want it. You know, I mean, it's not like I'm not happy for you for having, you know, $10,000, you know? Yeah. I I want that, you know? Yeah. The only, the only problem I see with that is the type of people that get, get attracted to those positions of power and the things, um, I mean, it's a, you, once you create a market, for a power seat um i mean what kind of person like is attracted to being in they say it's in charge but to basically rule over millions of people and i and then what kind of people then the things that they're willing to do to get that power and maintain that power well i mean look at our government well, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying that, uh, like, no one trusts a politician. Right. Like, no one. They're a bunch of lawyers, and lawyers don't have a good reputation I, with most people. Well, it's just like, okay, let's take a look at just Biden and Trump. Okay, Biden was announcing that he was only making three hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars between him and his wife. Okay, when he was vice president. Mm-hmm. Now, after he got out of the office, he went to $16 million a year. Yeah. You know, but Biden is sitting there saying, I want to see your tax records. You know, and like I keep, I, I keep posting this. I mean, I would rather see, or I don't care about a billionaire that became a public servant's tax records. Because as a public servant, you really don't make a lot. I would rather see the public servant that became a billionaire. I would like to see his tax records. You know, mm-hmm. why is it, why is it that they're picking on Trump about his taxes, but nobody's saying anything about Biden's because, yeah. you know, he said he came from poor beginnings. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. The hypocrisy. I mean, yeah. what's his name? Chuck Schumer was talking oh. about, someone i some i don't know there was something with like oh trump having a bank in china and how it's a conflict of interest and it's like chuck schumer gets money from wall street every year yeah for his can or for his campaigns mm-hmm. like he is probably one the biggest politician that gets money from wall street like the big banks and he's like and you're the one that votes to bail out these big banks when America is in a crisis. Yep. And it's like, that's not a conflict of interest. <laughs> well, like in the debate last night, like Trump said, that bank account was closed in 2015. Yeah. You know, months before he was, you know, in office. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So how can you claim? Yeah. He had a bank account in China. 
all businessmen do. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I I don't think it's something that really sticks well. It's like it's like if if, if anyone can open a bank account anywhere generally and yeah if you're going to conduct business in that country or if you're thinking about it or if you are doing something you might want to have a bank account there that's just normal so i don't think that would stick very well with the general public i mean but the but i mean there is a lot of people that i would say are fooled by the narrative or the corporate press yeah when trump or that tony babalunsky or whatever when he came out in that interview this the the morning before the debate when nbc started with their coverage of the debate like you know how the the debate's about to start and they'll have Mm -hmm. like commentators talking at the news station and they were all like doing damage control they're like this is a russian trick like the russians are doing this this is misinformation (laughs) and I I only think that goes so far with people nowadays. I think there's a lot of people, like I, I, there's a lot of people in the beginning that were like, no, this is BS. And now I think there's even more people because after three years of them, Russia, 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 us all day long. And then at the end of it, and they kept telling us like, oh, the bombshells coming. And at the end of it, there was nothing. Right. There was literally no evidence. There was more evidence that they found to lead that Obama coordinated the cia or fbi to spy on the trump campaign the, uh, yeah during during the, yeah 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 what, what are you guys CIA, doing yeah it was the cia and the, you know cia is not supposed to operate on american soil that's you no. know the whole yeah they're they're not and they, yeah. and they work for the president yes and they continue spying on the president after he got elected oh yeah well and did you hear biden last night biden's like you know, 50 ex-members of the CIA says I didn't do anything wrong, blah, blah. You know, there's nothing. Yeah. Else, you know, and I'm like, really? that should tell you something. Yeah, that's a flag. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like, holy. and hey, did you did you see afterwards? I didn't watch uh, the end of the debate. Oh, dude. Oh, right after. Yeah. Please forgive me if I'm wrong. But afterwards, Trump and Pence. And, and God, what's the guy's name? He's not Secretary of Defense. Uh, he's one of Trump's cronies. Kind of heavy set guy. Kind of reminds me of uh, Chris Christie. Mike Pompeo. That's it, Pompeo. Yeah, they're all stand. They get their photo taken care. Fo- photo taken in front of James Monroe. Coincidence? Maybe. Wait, why? Why is that a big deal? James Monroe is the only president to ever run unopposed oh and when trump was coming off the stage he was pointing to somebody saying let's finish this (laughs) (laughs) i mean conspiracy theory maybe (laughs) you know but i I mean i mean i don't know man i mean you know if if trump's telling one of his people let's finish this you know maybe they got a whole bunch of crap on biden that they're going to release five days before the election Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. See now, uh, before they were talking about this Hunter laptop would have child pornography. Yeah. So, I mean that, I guess that could still be possible, but I mean, even just the democratic party specifically, I would say, and the establishment have now have ties to a pedophile ring. Right. And so they always have, they always have. Yeah, they always have. And well, now, now it's just like kind of open and most people know this and most people I, I've talked to are like, you know, they'll 
they'll just be like, oh my God, yeah, that's crazy. And I'd be like, and it's like, yeah, like everyone knows about this. This is very open. And it's like, don't you think it's a little weird that like they're not investigating it or anything like that? But now that, that there already is this pretty much confirmed tie to the Democratic Party, um, now, even if this Hunter Biden thing was completely false about him being a pedophile or looking at child porn, everyone is has this like heightened sense against like that right now. Right. And it's kind of it comes up in when in conversation now. It's it's kind of a, a normal thing that's talked about. So once that was, was established a connection between the Bidens and pedophilia, like it kind of just turns people off. Yeah. Even if it's not true. I right. mean people just well, well people can now assume that's possibly true. And have you seen the I just I just read this like fifteen, twenty minutes ago. Well, before we started, that men that prefer petite woman women have a problem with pedophilia. And well, I'm like, I, what? I've heard this before. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> really? Because you like thin women. Now you're a yeah. child, you know, you're into children. You know, no. <laughs> it's yeah. just a body type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that before, but yeah. I've heard it mainly for like gymnasts because some of them look. I mean, fourteen-year-old boys. Dude, they're yeah. I mean, you know, the, the Thai girls. I mean, my gosh, they look like they're eight years old. What yeah. the hell? I'm just opening my door. It's oh, getting kind of hot. Oh, I hear you. But yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, when I was in Japan, I couldn't tell if some of the women were seventeen or if they were forty-five. Right. It was very right. weird. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, so I mean, if you like a certain style of women, that's fine. But I mean, you know, really, like, yeah, girl, girl alone. If she's twenty five and looks like she's seven, to me, it's that weird. Would, it's, it, it might be weird yeah, to some a people. Creepy. Yeah, to me, it yeah. would be creepy. But you know, some people, I mean, they they just, I mean, but she's twenty five. So this woman, you're saying, can never have sex with any man because mm -hmm. she looks young. You know, <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, what do you what do you think about <clears throat> mandatory closing of businesses? I mean, what is your honest opinion on this? Mandatory closing. I think it's it's terrible because of and, the COVID. Yeah. Well, I think overall, like it's terrible. I think one, the government should have no right to do that. I think that's getting it's pretty much tyranny. But also, I think it's a it was a dumb idea. Because there's been no evidence to show that the lockdowns even work to prevent right. COVID. Well, just um, just like Tom Woods was saying, Hawaii, which is 2,000 miles apart from anywhere, had probably some of the strictest policies on businesses and COVID and masking and social distancing. You know, their chart basically looks the same as Florida, which was very relaxed. Florida has 21 times the population. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you start looking at per capitas and, you know, COVID deaths and stuff like that, you've got to take into effect that Florida has 21 times the amount of people that Hawaii does. Hawaii mm -hmm. is based on actually hundreds of islands, but they have like five or seven main islands that people actually inhabit, but there's literally hundreds of them. So, I mean, even the even like the 1.7 million or 1.3 million people that live in Hawaii basically are separated by islands. I mean, they're even divided up even more. So, mm -hmm. you know, now Florida is population dense, 
you know, cities like Miami, cities like, you know, Orlando and, and Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. They're all packed in there like sardines. You know, if a COVID and they their policy was relatively relaxed. I mean, you know, they did have a moment where they did shut down the bars, but yeah. restaurants could stay open. So, I mean, there is no there's proof that says that lockdowns do not work because yeah. Hawaii compared to, say, Florida. It just, it, it, it doesn't, it, yeah. they're the same. There's, yeah, there's no evidence to suggest right. that the lockdowns work as, even so much that the World Health Organization has came out and said that lockdowns, we shouldn't do lockdowns. There is more underlining issues that happen that we didn't expect, like right. people slipping into poverty. Yep. It was like a, a hundred and, was like a hundred and thirty I don't know if it was that high. I don't want to be wrong. It might be 130,000 or 130 million people that are on the brink of starvation from these lockdowns all over the world. There was countries, for example, like South Africa, mm -hmm. that they locked down, but they don't have like a massive welfare state like we do. So they locked those people down and right. then weren't paying them. They didn't pay them anything. Right. And those are the people, a lot of those people, were people that lived, they worked that day, that was their food for that day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, uh, they worked, what was it called? Hand to mouth, I think is the term applied. Mm -hmm. You know, so basically what they worked for for that day, say $5, whatever, is that family's food for that day. Whatever they worked for, that's what they got, that's what they ate, you know. So, I mm -hmm. mean, you shut somebody down like that, you know, they've got zero backup, you know. This is this is like the one of the these poorest countries in the world were shutting right, down. Right. And, I mean, it's like, you know, hey, fat and Uncle they, Craig is looking uh, pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we, I, I don't know if we would say lucky, but we had a, a massive welfare state that was subsidizing or literally subsidized the entire country while giving, you know, unemployment benefits to millions of people and so i guess people were able to maybe it helped a lot of people in a way yeah there's countries that i just i didn't you know i know maybe i'm so so privileged here yeah. in america i didn't even think like because like here it's like oh I, I, you guys yeah. I, I, you know they, when they lock down they're like don't worry we're unemployment benefits and you know i i applied to it and i was using it for a while because i really didn't have a choice at the time but right. uh it's like i i think that one, I think they shouldn't ever lock down. And I think just giving money away welfare to people is terrible for the economy. There's a libertarian argument you can make that if you're going to lock down, you're going to have to to pay the people. Uh, right. And, but that doesn't happen in all other countries, though. Yeah. In, right. Like other countries, I, I just didn't think about that. I like, didn't either. I, yeah, other I countries wasn't... shutting down and then they're government basically not doing unemployment or stimulus checks and yeah. it's like jesus man like yeah i don't think i don't think i don't know exactly what have happened i think the george floyd riots would have been a lot worse if you were not paying americans yeah. Unemployment. oh yeah well they wouldn't be the george floyd riots they would be food riots and yeah you know. well i i was i mean yeah. i think right i think some of the right or a lot of the riots were seen is kind of a result of the political tension, but I think a main result is the lockdowns. Yeah. I think the lockdowns is what put people on edge, and you know, you you can't go to the bar with your friends, but you can go 
burn down the neighborhood downtown. Yeah. And yeah, people absolutely. Are like, yeah. There's probably, you know, people and people are you know, losing money. So looting and crime and theft goes up. So like a lot of people took advantage of that during those peaceful protests. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was like, well, we can't go to the bar and hang out, but we can go, um, we can go protest and probably score some liquor when we crash the liquor store, you know? Yeah. 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 So I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's so screwed up. I just wish this election was over and Corona would go away. I don't really think we can go back to normal. I, cause I mean, maybe they can take away the lockdowns and the mass mandates, but things are just weird now. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's going to be a while. Even if they come out with the vaccine tomorrow, it's still going to be social distance and mask all the way up into 2022. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell, man? You know, and have you watched the show Dystopia or excuse me, Utopia? No. Watch it. It is, it, it's kind of, it's kind of goofy in the beginning because you don't understand, but then as you get into it, yeah, it's, it's a lot more like what we're going through right now. That's scary. It is because, you know, this, and I, spoiler alert, you know, this guy comes up with and has a vaccine for it and they're going to, they've already produced like 200 million vials of this vaccine. Well, come to find out the vaccine is not really a vaccine. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, me, well, over the lockdown, me and Luke watched V for Vendetta. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there was a part in there where the guy was talking about how there's this disease out there. We need to lock down and we got to like, you know, be safe. And this is why you have to listen to the government because there's this crazy disease. And then the disease didn't even, I mean, I think it, it didn't even exist. I don't think in in that movie, I don't think it even existed. It was completely fake. I think the disease is real. (laughs) I think the, it is, you know, a little bit worse than the flu. And uh, I think, you know, vulnerable people will die from it. And I think it's something that we have to get used to and live with as humans. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. The, I forgot his name, some professor at Harvard, um, he has a medical degree, but he was basically saying that the timeline for a vaccine is six months to never. Right. And we will never have a vaccine. And I don't know if we should be trusting this FDA quickly approved vaccine that they start putting out. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, how many people are going to have adverse reactions to an untested drug? You know, I mean, it's, it's like, Oh man, you know, am I, who's going to be the first one to take it? You know, I I guarantee you thousands of people will, you know, just, you know, safe, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm still a firm believer in herd immunity. I mean, I I think everybody ought to go out, and you either get it or you don't. Yeah, and you should you should have COVID infected people cough in your face. Well, I mean, dude, for real, back in the seventies, <laughs> back in the seventies, early seventies, my mother was taking me to kids' house who had chicken pox. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, yeah, and I. I, allegedly, I never got it. I, I don't remember, 
But my mother says she was so angry because she was taking me to all these kids' houses with chicken pox, but I never caught it, you know. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, but that was herd immunity. Parents would yeah. take their kids out from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. They would take their kids to people's houses that are sick and get them, get them the, uh, you know, the, yeah. the virus, if you will. I'm pretty sure my, my kindergarten class, like, we all got infected at the same time. Really? I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, because it was, like, three or four kids in my class got it, and then, like, shortly after that, yeah. I got it. Okay, I remember that now. Wow, holy smokes. And I remember, yeah, I remember you getting it. You didn't get it bad. No, I was not that bad. I mean, right. it itched, obviously, yeah. but you, know, I, you guys made me take those weird baths, but... Well, that's <laughs> don't don't worry about this camera. <laughs> You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, the the oatmeal bass was what they were. Yeah, who the hell is that? It's Luke. What up, Luke? <laughs> His hair got dark. I don't know. No, but yeah, I mean the oatmeal bass. I remember, and then I remember Lexi getting them, and she got well, you know she got them. I guess a little bit worse than you but then when she had them i had chicken pox like just one or two little pox yeah i thought so, you could get like shingles as an adult as an adult yeah you can get so i may have had like a form of chicken pox but it may have been more more of a i only had like one or two spots i mean it was like nothing you know that's weird yeah it, it was yeah but yes as a as a adult as your immune system gets lower with herpes zoister i think is what it is that you get you can get shingles now my dad had shingles and oh. it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be pretty painful so yeah yeah here i am tripping man i was i was literally tripping on the time <laughs> why i'm like man i gotta get off here at three o'clock because <laughs> i got i got another zoom meeting right oh okay. with the uh, with the people that are for up yours jb which i guess is a facebook page but uh you're fighting fighting the governor to to leave the businesses alone yeah as he hides in his castle I, I mean the lockdown it probably never got as bad here in arizona as it did in like illinois or probably new york or california i mean we were still shut down and there's right. a lot of businesses that went you know out of business or probably don't even know that they're about to go out of business and they're trying yeah. to stay open i'm sure that chicago i mean i haven't really known anyone from chicago but if i'm bet chicago has a pretty bad lockdown, just as bad as Illinois. And I feel like Chicago is probably just as bad as any other major cities that are shutting down. Like they can't, like they can't sustain it. And then, I mean, dude, there's a, a really bad problem right now where landlords, they can't evict anyone right now. I've heard this. I've heard this. Yeah. And there's people basically not paying rent. And when they're about to get evicted um a bunch of the tenants start trashing the apartment we like i don't know there's this weird thing i always see on twitter where people are demonizing landlords like they're they're evil people i saw something i saw something today for the first time about that yeah that's weird yeah i mean it's big like they're they pretty much are saying that these people are disgusting and like they're the worst person ever and it's like dude you you chose to live at this place. Yeah. Like, you don't have to live here. You signed the contract with the landlord. And people, I don't think people understand like the amount of crap 
landlords have to deal with because hmm. everyone yeah. has like the same opinion about it. It's like, oh, it's not mine. This ain't my place. So like I can just flush whatever I want down my toilet. Jared, um, he's a plumber and he was talking about how he had to go plumb some of uh, do some plumbing in some apartments and he oh. said he found like the grossest stuff in there and yeah. he suddenly i was finding i found uh, like a bunch of objects and like weird objects inside there like and it's he's like people don't <laughs> care because it's not their plumbing right so if they if they mess up the pipes like who cares well a lot of a lot of tenants okay now you okay you remember your grandfather cold closure right yeah okay he was major landlord in in jacksonville illinois mm. Mm-hmm. and he had a lot of problems i mean tenants will trash a place you know because they they think oh it's not my fault that i'm getting kicked out because i didn't pay rent you know so they'll trash the place so then you got to go in you got to fix everything worst thing that tenants can do is get a bag of concrete and pour it in the toilet oh my god yeah Can't imagine and just let it sit you know, and I mean, you know, my grandfather, I mean, my uncle took over, both, both my uncles actually took over the apartments, but my uncle Kip, he was like, uh, he goes, you know, do you ever wonder why your grandfather was such a grouch? You know, and I'm like, no, not really. He goes, because of freaking tenants, that's why. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, yeah, tenants are, 90% of them are good, uh, but you do have that 10% that will you know, never flush a toilet. Yeah. You know, and I mean, never flush it, but use it. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you know, literally standing on like milk crates to take a dump. No. You know? Yeah. I mean, come on people. Really? You know, or, That's or pour weird. concrete, you know, down the kitchen sink and bathroom sink and the toilet and just let it set. Yeah. So yeah, now- and, and like, um, a lot of the a lot of people that are landlords don't even like own their property yet. They're paying off their mortgage. Yeah, they're buying. So then, yep. Yeah, and then so they're you know, and if people stop paying rent, they like what are they gonna what are they gonna do? Right. Like, what are they gonna do? I mean, and you can't evict them now because of the COVID. Yeah. Which least, I understand. I mean, that's fine. You know, but I mean, there should if you're if you're gonna say. Okay, if you're renting, you don't have to pay, you know, rent during the COVID, then you should, the government or somebody should step in, the bank should step in and say, hey, look, landlord, we understand you're doing this for the people so they have a place to live. They should get some sort of compensation for this. You know, the bank says, hey, we're just going to waive your mortgages while this COVID is going on. But do you think the banks are going to do that? Hell no. (laughs) No. No, no way. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I didn't know states were still. I didn't know they were locking down again. I. Oh yeah. I, mean, I live in Arizona. There has been talks of another lockdown. It seems like we're opening up more and more every day. Now, is your governor? And I I hate going here. Is your governor Republican or, or Democrat? Doug Ducey is a Republican. That's why. Maybe, yeah. Pritzker is an ass monkey, Democrat. I mean, he is, you know, um, and he is shutting it down because that's what the Democrats have been doing. You know, they're causing undue hardship on people just because I, I guess it fits their narrative. I don't I don't understand it. I, I mean, mean yeah. the governor, uh, Governor Cuomo of New York is writing a freaking book about how he saved lives. And by, what? By, 
like arguably arguably he has not only the worst it's like 100% confirmed he has the worst covid death rate in america yeah. it might be the entire world they don't know yet but it might be the entire world i think it is in the world yeah and it's 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 like okay and then like the, the uh all these people praise him and people praise these people. And like, you're juggling people's lives. I mean, people compared it a lot to like, a, like a jelly beans. If, if this jar of jelly beans had, there was a 1% chance that you could get COVID. Would you eat out? Like, or one of those bean 1% chance that one of those beans is poisonous. Right. Would you eat the jelly beans? And that I don't know that that saying is just a little messed up because they don't have all the facts in there. Because like, well, what else is in the jelly beans? What are the other jelly beans? Is it my life, my family, my friends, my social life, my career? You know, all the things I want to do, like the things that make me happy that I've been doing up until now. It's like hell yeah, I probably eat one of those jelly beans. Yeah. yeah. Like hell yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, if that's that's what life is, that's literally what life is. You, you can literally coop yourself up in a house and not take risk. And there's some people that were already doing that before the COVID. Yeah. But Well, look at Biden. I mean, he lives in a basement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Big guy. Yeah, you're tough. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but, dude. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a mess. I mean, you know. There could be viruses out there creating themselves right now, you know, that are worse than COVID. And you know what? Not a damn thing we're gonna know do about it. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean it, it could be it could be, you know, like uh you know, say ten times more lethal than COVID and faster to spread. Yeah, you know, there's no way you can lock down. You know, yeah, no and, way. And we've already seen evidence that lockdowns don't really do anything yeah except like they're they're except, either go ahead either there's either no effect on the virus and or it it's not it didn't do anything or like there or it had more maybe even more of a negative effect like some people think there's actually a negative just specifically for covid there's a neck more of a negative effect if you lock down well i think i think there is a negative effect you know, like, like Tom Woods was saying, you know, your suicide rates go up, your cancer deaths go up, you know, uh, alcoholism, drug abuse goes up, you know, depression goes up. I mean, abuse, abuse. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, really? So where are we actually really saving lives at? I mean, it's right now. I'm yeah, I'm cloistered right now. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, because of this stinking foot, but you yeah, know, I mean, it's, not by my choice. If it was my choice, you know, I'd be out there. I would be working, you know, around people because I really, really enjoy that. Um, you know, I would be going to restaurants. I would be, you know, me and your mom would be taking off. We, you know, the other day, I mean, or last week, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go. Let's just cruise down to the you know coast and, and hang out for a day or two. Well, I can't because this stinking cast, if I got sand in it, oh my gosh, you know, it'd be like walking <laughs> on glass, you know, I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so really I'm kind of stuck in this house and I tell you what, if it wasn't for this podcast, if it wasn't for, uh, my travel agency, if it wasn't for my network marketing, dude, I'd be, I'd be a babbling puddle of piss in a corner you know, just, 
you know, sitting there, you know, playing in my own drool, you know, and writing stuff on the walls in my own poop. You know, I, yeah. I mean, because I would go freaking nuts. Yeah. And, and I've been doing this for on and off for two years. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's, uh, you know, and I, I can't see how people can do that, can get into, you know, that, okay, I'm shutting my doors, I'm shutting my windows, and I'm never going to talk to anybody again. That is the only way that you can stop the virus, you know, I mean, effectively, to where yeah. you are by yourself in a locked room and completely and do not ever come out, ever. Yeah. Because once you step out, you can be infected. You know, I it's mean, easier. It's easier to fool a man than it is to convince a man he's been fooled. Oh, true. Yeah, no doubt. Who said that? that you know, Mark Twain. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Hey, and do you know? <laughs> little side hint um, that you are related to him. You're actually related, to Samuel Clemens. Yeah, it's on mom's side, right? On on your mother's side. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm related yeah. to nobody famous, right? Yeah. <laughs> but your mom, Our, yeah, is is George Washington and Samuel Clemens. Weren't we related to German mercenaries that fought for the British? Uh, the Hessian, Hessian mercenaries uh, that fought for the British. Yeah. They, hell's they, yeah, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how much? How much you paying? <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, we were the oppressors. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> But, I mean, after the war, because war back then was really civilized. It was different than it is now. Um, I mean, they basically lined up, fired a volley at each other, and then it was determined who won the actual battle. Yeah, I think it's funny that you just say that, like, that's civilized. Like, standing in a box, shooting at people. That was the civilized way. We used to to stand in a box and kill each other. (laughs) I never really even thought of that was the gentleman's war, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not civilized. Yeah, <laughs> I knew a, what you meant by it, but just yeah. hearing you say it, I was like, it's just a weird way of saying that. Uh, what's so civil about war, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote, Guns and Roses quote. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they and the Hessian, the Hessian group came over and fought with the British and decided they really liked America, didn't mm. want to get back on a boat to go home. So they stayed. A lot of British soldiers stayed. Yeah, it looks like a lot of Germans went to the Midwest. And, and they, yeah, uh, they definitely came here. Um, actually, where we originate from is a place called uh, Concord, Illinois. And where the, that's, where the hell's that? Uh, I'm trying to think exactly. Okay, you know where Jacksonville's at, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of north, north, northwest, west, I guess. No. North, west, north of Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, it, and it's population 14. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's a little bigger than that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and yeah, I've, I've actually been up there and, and me and your mom, we actually took pictures of, uh, you know, the grave gravestones of people that I've actually, you know, traced my genealogy back to, you know, back. In oh, the- you found like your ancestors' graves? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like from. That's like, pretty cool. Yeah, that were born in like 1700s and, you know, were like direct descendants of the Hessians that, that came over. I mean, it was, you know, and, and now I can't, there were some Ohio issues uh, that we came through Ohio, but yeah, it's, it's a little difficult at that point 
after you know like the one one broadcast and i can't remember his name now uh gearhart maybe gearhart broadcast i think uh when he they they came they came from like ohio and then when you get into ohio like there's very little records you know it starts breaking mm-hmm. up and you know the hessian the hessian story is basically probably a generational thing it has been passed down passed down passed down and i mean you know if you if you really wanted to dig into the research on the genealogy of it i'm sure you could trace something down it just i can't i can't drive for you know i can't just run off to like you know new york and you know start tracking down all the brock houses back in the you know 17 late 1700s but, do you, well do you think our is our name the original name or it, was, it changed? It has been changed. I believe the original spelling, and I'd have to get online and look at it. The original spelling, I believe, was B-R-A-C-H-A-U-S. Okay. I've I seen think, that before. I think. I've seen someone's name like that before. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, of course, when you came over and, you know, you most people back then didn't have to read or write. You know, so they said, ah, oh, my name's Brockhouse, you know, well, you got, you got an English person, you know, that has studied and has learned how to read and write. Well, common spelling is B-R-O-C-K-H-O-U-S-E. Yeah, yeah, and, that makes yeah. sense. So, and that's, yeah, that's how they, that's how names actually get bastardized and changed. I mean, it's, it's like yeah. Johan, Johansson and Joe Johnson and then, you know, yeah. It just it it becomes a mess then. It's like uh, Cole Glazier is uh, there's a, a something Glazier, Cole Glazier maybe, which was one of the original spellings of it, and it means glass cutter from the oh. French, from the French, right? Gotcha. And so yeah, that that all got changed, and that's those people originated from Flora. Uh-oh. Oh, that's where you know. So we're more of a a French yeah, the French dude. Yeah, a little bit. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of English. We're also English, you know, from the my grandmother's side, Grandma Grandma Col- or uh, Brockhouse, which she was a maze, which was definitely English. My damn, my grandfather's mother, I can't remember her her last name, yeah, but she's English, and I mean, yeah. So we're we're really just a mix. We're just mutts. So yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really cool to get on ancestry.com or one of those things and, and just track, trace your, you know, heritage. It's kind of, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Any, uh, any, any like terrible people in our family? Uh, man, I'm going to, there is some sort of relationship on my grandmother's side to Jesse James, maybe is it Jesse James? I think it. I think Jesse James. There was some sort of relationship there. Uh, the Cole Clazier side was uh, huge. Had a huge bad name in Southern Illinois uh, for the KKK. <laughs> yeah, go figure, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then there was a a brown from my grandmother's mother she married a guy with a strong southern accent and his he took the name james brown no history on him at all there is it's always been a family story 
that he was possibly a deserter from the Confederate Army and mm. just kind of moved as far north as he could make it. And then he met Daisy Brown. Well, Daisy, uh, what was her last name? I can't remember. Daisy Brown's mother, excuse me. Anyway, he met her. They got married. And she already had a kid out of wedlock. So that was an oh, my gosh. But it was convenient for him to marry her and establish roots, you know. Perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect oh, timing. Heck yeah. yeah. I've been here for years, man. I got a yeah. kid. I got a kid here. Look. <laughs> so He's I mean, black, sir. He's black. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – yeah, it's it, – but that was the story that he was a Confederate deserter. Had a strong okay. Southern accent, so – you know, no idea where he was from. Now, uh, General Forrester from the Confederate Army was running, um, oh, God, what was their group called? Civil War, Forrester. Uh, anyway, they had a group of guerrilla fighters, and they would run through southern Illinois, Missouri, and that type of stuff. And, um, you know, they say that this is the precursor to the KKK as well. So his, his group. You know. So we have we have deep ties yeah. with the KKK. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah, family ties. You know, that's uh, great. Yeah, yeah. We I should mean, be well, elected. We should, you know, join right. the Democratic Party. And yeah, that's right. And become governors. <laughs> <laughs> Make millions. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, oh, Wallace, I think, was his name was uh really t close tied into the kkk he was a governor of georgia and he was fighting i think it was georgia anyway he was he was fighting the seg desegregation type thing and mm -hmm. was actually shot I, I my history may be screwed up this is the 60s but he was shot and paralyzed maybe mm. but uh Anyway, he was shot uh, because of his, you know, des un not being desegregated. Somebody, somebody came up and shot him. You know, yeah. and he was he was huge into the KKK. Biden was uh, best friends with the KKK Grand Wizard. Uh, <laughs> Obama was there. <laughs> Obama was there. Yeah. I can see Obama being a Black Panther, but. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Dude, I, Obama is pretty freaking white, dude. He was raised by two white parents. Yeah. Was he? Like, yeah. I mean, I thought he was from Kenya. Dude, no. That was so... <laughs> I don't I don't think he's a Muslim or born... I don't know. That was a crazy thing. I love these conspiracy theories, man. Yes. I really do. Dude, that was a big one, man. That yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you know he's a Muslim? I'm like... <laughs> He's dropping bombs on Muslim. Like he, I don't, I don't he's, think they're. He he's must got a, be a great guy. Yeah, he he's got like a record now, doesn't he? I mean, for the Are most bombs know? dropped. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had most bombs dropped on the most countries by a sitting president. Man, yeah, and I mean, well, he did a, he did a hell of a job for Libya. Maybe that's what it is. He destroyed Libya. Kenya and Libya weren't they fighting? Oh, <laughs> hmm. Gaddafi had some beef with Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> that 
that's why they had him sodomized in the street. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Libya, man. I mean, my God, I remember Libya from the seventies, dude. You know, it was at the time before the government would collapsed or yeah. overthrown. The Libya was the richest country in Africa. Really? Really? Yeah. Even South South Africa. Apparently. Ooh. It was the richest country in Africa, and now it, uh, after they took down Gaddafi, now they, there's a Libyan slave trade. I've Keep, seen this. I've seen this. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's people being sold in a slave market. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah. And, and Hillary Clinton, who was his secretary of state, state. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean the the yeah Benghazi? You want to you want to talk about like if you know these pre-selected candidates? Did you know that in two thousand four, when um, George W. Bush was uh, uh, running for pres or for his secondary his second term as president, he was running against Democrat John Kerry. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And in two thousand four, at the Democratic convention, John Kerry had a guest speaker at his uh convention do you know who that guest speaker was barack hussein obama and then and then 2008 when obama became president do you know whose secretary of defense was i have john Kerry. john Kerry. really holy smokes man well it's i mean dude if you look at all the you know the the history of the presidents they're all tied together man i mean mean, yeah Gerald Ford I mean, was on the Warren Commission with the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, I mean, uh, George uh, Sr. was the head of the CIA for Reagan, and he got elected to president. I mean, I don't really know. I forgot exactly Bill Clinton's ties, but he was just some, like, nerdy Democrat governor from, like, Georgia or something. Arkansas. 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 And, and then... I forgot how his ties were. And well, then wasn't, George, his, wasn't his ties basically done with Hillary Clinton? I, with Hillary? Because she was from Chicago, or she went to college in Chicago. I don't know. I don't know their yeah. connections, there, their political connections very well. Yeah, I'd, have, yeah, I'd look into that one. But yeah. But then, then George Bush, George W. Bush, George Bush Jr., I mean, his dad was president. Right. And then... And then I just kind of told you about Obama. And then um, yeah. uh, Jeb Bush in the 2016 election, I mean, he was supposed to be the guy for the Republican right. Party. Right. And he was, it was like, we're going to have three people from the same family run this country, possibly. I mean, possibly. I think if it, was, yeah. if it was Jeb Bush, I think Hillary Clinton might have won. Possibly. I don't know. I mean, God, I, I don't. Mean. Well, I think it would have been much more of a mellow, cool, chill election, like the one we had previously. If it was Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton, well, right, right. I don't, I don't think tensions would be as high as they were. But then it was Donald Trump that basically is a lot of. I mean, I've heard this before, but a lot of people consider Trump basically a third party candidate. He came out of nowhere, 
dominated the Republican Party so far bad that they had to pick him and then ran against Hillary Clinton, basically the leader of the Democrats at the time. Well, see, Donald Trump was a Democrat. Yeah, he was a Democrat up until like literally 2015 or 16 when he ran. Right. He, he he's he i mean there's pictures of him and hillary and bill at at his parties yeah so like they've known him for a long time they've known each other for a long time i mean donald trump is basically a new york democrat he yeah. was he's, he was ra- born and raised in new york he had some sort of ties to the democratic party and then he basically ran as a republican i don't know why well, I, yeah Maybe i don't know why like, either but it's probably politically smarter. I yeah. don't really know. It's may- maybe an easier base to cater to. I don't really know. Well, he probably wouldn't have got the nomination for the Democrats because oh, not at all. You know, I think I mean, Hillary, the, Hillary would have beat him on that. Yeah, well, the I mean, the Republican Party was trying to change things so Donald Trump couldn't be elected. But yeah, yeah, they had they had they had like basically no choice because he was so popular. Damn. Yeah. They tried to change things, um, but I forgot exactly what it was. It was something about him not being a Republican long enough, or or something something silly they were trying to do. And you mean like impeaching? <laughs> yeah, dude. I you know I I forget that that even happened. I mean Donald Trump got impeached this year, and it's like that. It seems like it should be a big deal because it's only happened like twice in history before then or maybe three times i don't really know but man i don't even know who's who's ever been impeached um i I mean i know i know clinton they tried to impeach clinton they did impeach clinton well okay so when you say impeach not removed from office just basically gone well no no one yeah no one's been removed from office from impeachment nixon might have been the first but he resigned resigned. Yeah. yeah He resigned before that happened. And so, then as soon as Ford became president, he gave him a presidential pardon. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you got to do. It's yeah. your boy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. if you, yeah, if you look at the, the genealogy of presidents, you know, I'm, and I'm not talking about blood genealogy either. I'm, I'm talking also with their the the political maneuvering that they do throughout their lives i mean barack obama was a senator here from illinois Mm -hmm. um you know when he when he ran for president he was a a very very good speaker from illinois i mean he's one of the he's one of the best speakers i've seen i mean he's just yeah he can talk a good game and oh yeah yeah and so, I mean, that's how he got the presidency. I mean, you know, you know, I didn't know that, that he was a speaker at John Kerry's uh, Democrat nomination thing. Holy smokes. Yeah, he was the guest speaker for the Democratic convention for John Dang. Kerry. Dang. Yeah, I remember, I remember Kerry. I wonder whatever happened to him. What the hell? Well, he was the Secretary of Defense for eight years. See, I never, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that because I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't even look at that ever. You know, of course, I wasn't in the military, so you know, still, yeah. still I in kinda, prison. I had to, I kind of had to know that stuff. <laughs> right, right. Well, I was, I was in prison, so I didn't have to. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, 
I got to get off here. I got to record my podcast. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, tell Luke thanks for stopping in, dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him know. All right, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you very much for doing this again. I, I really enjoy these conversations, so yeah it's probably no problem of, yeah probably none of it's uh or very little of its actual facts but you know what the hell it's a good conversation <laughs> who cares hey who cares hey we work for the media <laughs> i work for money <laughs> <laughs> all right man hey i'll talk to you later all right all right yeah bye all right everybody that was a conversation between me and typo from Biting the bullet. Uh, again, I highly suggest you check them out. Uh, we got to hear uh, Nick in the background. We got to, to uh, I got to see Luke. You didn't. But uh, anyway, they're, they're the other guys with the uh, the podcast. And uh, they, <laughs> they're a great bunch of guys, for real. Enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed this one. I'm going to go ahead and close her out. Again, if you like something on this or if you disliked it, let me know. And I can take care of that. Again. You guys have a great one. Take care. Talk to y'all later. This is Craig with the Unbeaten Path.